0: remotely concurring with the March 11th, 2000 state of emergency, please take note that this meeting is being recorded. Um, this meeting is being held by the Google Meet function um, as well hybrid in Town Hall. Um, any vote that we take will have to be um, voted by um, yes, not just um, by name actually. Not just I. Yay, Nay. We have to say um, our name, right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. Sure. Um, and then um, all members who are present. So Jeff. Yes. Kim. Yes. Oh, right. Um, and then all staff who are present. Who do we have today? Kathleen.
1: Yes. Ginny.
0: Yes. Alicia. Are you
1: here?
0: Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> she is here. All right, who else do we have? Maureen. Yes, here. John. Yes. Why am I having a brain fart? Cassie's Cassia. here. Cassie, <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I just saw you. I don't know why I can't see you here. All right, so um, let's go ahead. And the first item on the agenda is approval of the December 6th minutes, which we all did receive two- Upon review of the minutes, are there any comments, edits? Um I don't think Timothy Cochran was here. Oh, is he on the oh he is here, isn't he? Where do we have him here?
1: On the very top in the 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 internal line. Whoops. Look
0: at that (laughs) eagle eye. Whoopsies. Any other comments and or edits? No. Is there a motion to accept the minutes as edited?
2: I make a motion to accept the minutes as edited.
0: I is second. Okay, so all in favor. Jeff? Yes. Kim? Yes. All right, and Bridget is also in favor. So unanimous approval of the minutes with the edit of removing Tim Cochran from the roster, please. Hmm. All, right. all right. It's final. All right. So the next item on the agenda is the scheduled meeting update for
1: 2024. Um, Do you uh, want it July third and August seventh, or? Um, I would prefer not to have a
0: July third. Uh, let's talk to the board. Hi, friends. Um, no offense, but I, I I love you all dearly, but I would like not to meet July 3rd. <laughs> um, it's my mom's birthday. I like to do things on July 3rd and 4th with the kids and pretend like I'm going to go to fireworks, and I don't even like fireworks, <laughs> but I do go. <laughs> Anyone else have an, a challenge with July 3rd? Um, I would like to leave it open, though, in the, in the event that we do have like an emergency or we do need to call a meeting within um, that time period. As long as you post within 48 hours, we will be somewhat available.
1: Is that okay with you guys? Yes. Yep. Cool. All right. August 7th, we'll just kind of wait and see what... What's Same. Okay. That's fine. Okay. All right. I know I, I'll be here for both, but I don't think we had a meeting last year. We did it yeah, in July. Sometimes. We did not.
2: We didn't do all
0: this either, We didn't. Did. We, we didn't. Um, and again, we can li- we can leave it on there, and then as long as um, we pull it down within the, the time period, and then again with the understanding that if something should come up that needs the meeting, we'll just post it within 48 hours. Or if it's a true true emergency, following the emergency protocols. Right. Perfect. Cool. All right, I will defer right to you, from the new here in. Prices
1: on the day. Yeah, I thought I would um, start to do this on a monthly basis now that we kind of have um, some traction. Um, so we have 100 um, is 119 individuals, 94 families, and 312. 312. Yeah, sorry, 94 families. Um, so currently, we have um, 80 occupants at the hotel who have work visas. So um, I see uh, Alicia, uh, myself, uh, just and the regional coordinator and the hotel manager thought it'd be a good idea to have a job fair. Um, so the flyer has gone into the Franklin Business uh, Partnership. Am I saying that right there? Franklin Business Partnership um, today. So we'll see if we can recruit um, some businesses to hold a job fair at the hotel so we can get some of the occupants working. Uh, I'll update you on that next month. Um, Gatra Go um, is working with me to start up a ridership um, program. So this will be great because um, it, as the occupants use uh, Gatra Go, they'll be able to invoice me. So it was, it's great because I can use the grant money for that, right? So um, so that is going to be set up that's going to be finalized this week. I'm not sure when it's going to start. I'm hoping as soon as possible. Um, Let's see. So the um, John Snow Institute um, is coming tomorrow to go over the vaccine records, uh, to prepare us to uh, have a vaccine clinic, which um, that will be on us uh, to provide the clinic, not the vaccines. I mean, we could get the vaccines if we needed them, So Alicia, uh, Cassier, and myself will be working on that once we know exactly when the the clinic will be. Um, We also, are um, our current needs are baby wipes, so um, we're gonna start getting those donated. And the SAFE Coalition is gonna be holding Narcan training and safe um, narcotic disposal, and they've also made first aid kits that will be distributed, I think, next week uh, for each um, family. So we're getting there, and this, this is just now, and what we've done historically is incredible, so, but I'm just bringing everyone up to speed, because I, f- excuse me, I feel like I can do that now, like if we have everything uh, going well. So we'll stop meeting on Monday, it's a, we have a humanitarian crisis meeting on Monday with uh, all organizations that are involved with this process, um, and we'll just start to see where we go from there.
2: Is there going to be more coming in that have to be housed somewhere else in town? Has there been any
3: talk have, about that?
1: I have not heard. We have one of the largest sites, so I, I hope not. Um, other towns, I think Milford has 35 families. You
4: know. How many do we have?
1: 94. Wow. Yeah, we're almost at full capacity, so um, I'm hoping not. <laughs> I'm hoping not, but I've heard nothing, so. Yeah, so that's it. I don't know if anyone has any questions about this, but um, we're uh, we're handling things really well down there yeah. and that's because this group is just amazing, this coalition that we've created. It's awesome. It's great. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Is there any
0: overlap? I know that Alicia, I can see I do a lot of work with like the schools for the clinics. Like any um, like volunteer or either dean or county agreement like set things up or anything like that when you're doing the vaccine clinics
1: well i think we'll go with the mrc with the mrc uh, yeah because okay. they helped us with the COVID, and some of the mrc karen still d- will help with flu right yeah alicia so
5: i think what's going to happen is what once john snow so i kathleen knows i've been emailing them for forever and they really um, I don't want to say they're not giving out much information, but our contacts at DPH are the ones who are helping us try to get in touch with them. So them coming out, I'm hoping it will help with the process. Once they've collected all the information, the state is going to bring out mobile clinics, and it'll be the health department's job to arrange basically everything. So They'll come with the vaccines i think the vaccinators too it's going to be our job organizing
1: it all okay yeah but that can change um because uh, yeah we'll see what the meetings uh, they change on a regular basis so yeah so that's about it so no one has any questions all right thank you thank you all right, so the reduced oxygen packaging policy, I had Maureen include what that definition is um, in the package, just so you'd have a little bit of knowledge about what I'm talking about. And the reason why I brought this up, and I, I, I will tell you I had a conversation with Bridget, we have a few um, establishments that started doing this, um, and John, you know, basically told me, you can't do this until you have a HACCP plan. So, and then I, t- I kind of put the, um, what a HACCP plan is as well. And when, you, when you're doing something like reduce o- oxygen packaging, there, it's an environment where bacteria can grow if it's not done correctly. And it has a plan basically, it has the seven principles that make sure that they're doing it correctly. It's like literally a book, it's steps, right? Same as sushi, that's what we do with sushi. So when we go in to do an inspection, we have the steps, we can just check it off after it's approved, right? So, and that's done on a regular basis. Well, the reason why I'm bringing it here is because the establishments that are doing it or want to do it, the cook is basically providing the HACCP plan. And with no disrespect, this it really isn't their forte, okay? okay? And so we're seeing that there, there could be mistakes and, the, and these two establishments are feeding vulnerable populations. So I asked Bridget, if this is something that I could have the board say the only, you have to hire a professional consultant to draft the HACCP plan to have it approved by the health department, to take this off the plate of the chef, who will, like I said, again, no disrespect, but it's really not their forte. And I don't want to sign off on something that isn't 100% correct, and I don't want them practicing something that's not 100% correct. And I do know that if they do hire a professional to do this, it will be 100% correct.
2: Which establishments mm. do this?
1: Um,
2: Is it almost every restaurant? No.
1: It's similar to like, it a food saver, like a food saver, right? I mean, so how how great is that, right? You know, to use something that simple. I'd rather not say who is doing it. No, no, that. I don't want to okay. know who. Oh, okay. I
3: I just want to know which type
2: of establishments need
3: this. Oh,
0: uh, well. Every establishment theoretically could do it. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: is
3: it like a sushi place? Is no, that more a sushi, Well, a sushi
0: place has a HACCP plan, but that's to acidify their rice. So what essentially what they're doing is that they're extending the shelf life. So we don't have an Olive Garden, so I'm going to use an Olive Garden as an example. So an Olive Garden has a HACCP plan because they make a lot of sauce at once. So they make bulk sauce. They make a ton of sauce at once, and then they keep it for more than seven days. So anything that you're keeping for more than seven days, you have to have... additional process in place because the food code says you can only keep food for less than seven days because you might grow bacteria so what they do is they cool it quickly they have this process in place Um, they may freeze it they may not they rapidly reheat it but they have this basically like a recipe book that follows these seven principles making sure that whatever they're doing throughout that process they're always using multiple hurdles to make sure that it's safe as they're going through their processes. Um, the 99 probably has HACCP plans, not maybe not for reduced oxygen packaging, it's just a series of steps that they're using to make sure that as they're serving food, they think they're theoretically guaranteeing safety. Big Y has HACCP plans for their rotisserie chickens. It's just a matter of how they're handling their food safety. Um, it's really just because they're extending the shelf life of the food product. Like Kathleen said, anytime you remove the the problem is, is that when you remove the air from a package, you don't get that off smell. So like when you're cooking at home and you open your chicken and it smells funny, you're not going to use it, right? Mm. When you take all the air out of that package and you open the chicken, it never smells funny because you don't have those spoilage organisms anymore and that's what lets us know just human-wise that something is wrong with it. So by removing all those spoilage organisms, we don't know that there's something wrong with it. So people, are on, you know, people don't realize that there may be something wrong with it. Um, people don't do it to be unsafe. They just do it because they're trying. We saw a huge increase of this across the country because of COVID. Restaurants were using less food product. Um, They weren't, you know, they weren't frequented enough. So as they were buying food, they wanted to extend their shelf life. They were going into this type of reduced oxygen packaging, extending their shelf life to get more bang for their buck. Basically, it's what was kind of happening across the country. But to Kathleen's point, um, in the food code, if you're not using it within 48 hours, you have to have a HACCP plan. And sometimes when you're interpreting the food code, People have really good intentions, but if you don't read the fine print and you don't see unless use within forty eight hours, you think you're doing everything right. And some of these places are not using it within forty eight hours. They're using it day seven, day, you know, day six, day nine, maybe. That's where we might run into risks. In the different foods too. In the different yeah. types of foods. Well I think it's a
3: great idea. So if have you are, somebody to help them with that. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's a great idea.
1: Um, I don't know if you need a vote for for something like that. Just a, you know. I think
0: if it's just a, a policy, no. I would just recommend that as you're writing renewals. I you know that's kind of tricky because it's January third. You just sent out renewals. That as you do your renewals for next year, that there's like a box. So that, or for new permits, as new restaurants are coming to town, that there is a checkbox that people are aware. Like, if you're looking to do this, please be advised that please be advised that you must have ABC. Okay. Um, so, if you're going to do reduced oxygen packaging, if you're going to do you know sous vide, if you're going to follow any of these types of things, then you must have a. Consultant, write your approved a plan, blah 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 and that way they're aware as they're going through the process. They can't say, oh, I submitted my plan
1: review, I didn't know until they whatever. Now I have two in queue, so I'm just, and I let one of them know that we would be discussing uh, if a policy was needed. Uh, if we were going to be in your restaurant, to, not a new oh, restaurant oh, that oh. existed. The two that oh yeah uh, yeah so I look uh-huh. at yeah, so. Um, I can tell them, I'll just email them that the board decided that this was best practice. Do
2: you guys periodically just walk in on the restaurant and see if they have a plan or? or
0: That's or what John does when he does an inspection.
2: <laughs> yeah, so I, I you know, it, <clears throat> if they have an approved plan, like like a sushi place would be easy.
0: That's part of an inspection.
2: <clears throat> That's part of the inspection. Right. Um, I look for the asset plan and the components that go with it. Uh, the, you know, there's like lab analysis, there's annual letters are supposed to be in there, and the manager signs off every year. So I would look to see that the HACCP plan is being used properly and the things that go with it. Um, in other cases, I walk in and see something that goes to a special process that I don't believe the establishment has approval for. And then usually I discuss with Kathleen and Ginny and if, either figure out that they do or don't. And that, I think that's how this came up with the, the reduced oxygen. Was I, I saw our, um, the machine, vacuum packer, and I saw food in uh, in vacuum sealed packages, mm. and so that led to the discussion, and yeah. it, I think all the way to here to this conversation. Yeah, tonight. And, and they, they stopped. Stuff. Yes. Yeah,
1: and they yeah. stopped doing the process right now until they're approved for plans. So. And
2: Yeah, I think in both cases they were yeah, very cooperative. Exactly. Uh, they were. Maybe be unaware of, of the risk.
0: And I think that's important to note, too, is that every two years, the food I mean, we're still on the old food code, but like, it, as the science catches up, so like for like now, um, with certain types of food, when they're reduced oxygen package and they're defrosting, you have to open the bag, like so, we it changes as the science, you know, catches up or improves. We didn't know things 20 years ago. We didn't know things 10 years ago. So it's just important, to you know, so John's really good at saying, hey, we didn't know. And now we know, so we just gotta do better. So it's not like a ha ha, I gotcha, it's oops, here Thanks, we go. John. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, no problem. I mean that's we're supposed to be working with them, right? Yeah. And so hopefully we get them to a safe place.
1: Yeah, exactly. All right, so um in the minutes I, I think we just say that the board agreed that there should be policy. Um, a policy for ROP um, reduce reduced oxygen packaging. Okay. And should Probably next Thank year. Thank you for rules. explaining that. I have uh, no, no I, idea I, what that was. I would just say uh, currently until Oh. Okay. I food. Okay. I, I think for the application we'll change that for next year. Yeah. 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 Um, so they need the policy is to hire a. Um, yep. Consultant. Food consultant uh, or to produce a hazard plan or. A, doesn't.
0: Have to do a food I consult? don't. Yeah. I don't know because there's there are some programs now. I mean. When I was teaching at Johnson & Wales, we taught a whole class on HACCP. So those students could come out writing a HACCP. That was the whole four and a half credit class. So I think that is, what, I mean, some, some may know how to write it. Um, what we saw was not, um, so I guess I would say, um, you know what, I would just say with an approved HACCP plan and the plans that you receive are not approved. Right, so the plans that were submitted were not approved. So you can even just say with an approved TASA plan. So even though it doesn't matter who wrote it, they were not approved by you. Um, so they would have to get someone else to write it regardless. Um, okay. Maybe we can work on language, because there doesn't really need to be a vote. So maybe they had that one time where maybe it was a chef, they wrote it, and after one review, they have to have a, a, you know a consultant write it because um, there might be a chef that could write you know sean you can write a hassle plan can you not i do i can <laughs> and you are a chef are you not please yeah, for hire <laughs> <laughs> um, so i think i think maybe we should yeah so um but i, I do think that uh it, maybe we should just say an approved asset plan so they would have to submit the plan you would have to review it before they would start utilizing it and if it was not reviewed you know not approved you would send it back and they would have to figure out either by hiring a consultant revising it, but they wouldn't have, you know, unlimited, you know, you would not review it 99 times
1: before. Right, well, it's been three for?
0: Yeah, that's one, a lot yeah. for, for. Um, so we'll have to figure that, that piece out, um, but I would just say an approved, an approved asset plan. Okay,
1: all so right. And we can figure out what that. That looks like so. Okay. okay, great, thank you. That journey to approval. Okay. Um, and then, in talking with Bridget, I thought it would be fun to come up with the topic of the month. Um, And so you see the eat safe food after a power outage and Bridget and I were talking and there was just a a pretty long uh, power outage out here in Franklin. So I thought this would be kind of interesting to include with our packet and then we'll have a topic on our website where we'll also post this and, um, you know, so people can kind of get an idea of what to do when there's a power outage with the refrigerator, freezer, temperatures, how long, and the when in doubt, throw it out um, mono. So I, if you have any ideas of something that you want me to do at a know, like, you know, this month, oh, why don't we do this, or next month, I, I don't have to be the one to pick it up. So it can be anything uh, related to, to public health. So I thought we'd start with this and uh, yeah, I don't know if you like it or not. But I do. I, yeah, yeah, that's cool. great. Yeah. yeah. Might help the, uh, it might help the. It might help our, you know, our Franklin residents in a different. Fashion. Yeah, like my kids ate all the ice cream in one night. Um, <laughs> two weeks ago, so that was really awesome, and they were sick that Monday.
4: No way, was, really? They should
1: have been dummies, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so
1: that's funny. Mhm. Okay, right, so if no questions, I'll move on to John to give his report. Uh,
2: so for the for the month of December. Um, I performed uh, nine routine inspections and uh, the report says 11, but it was actually, I did one after I submitted the report, there were 12 re-inspections that occurred and one, um, one I have it listed as a complaint, a general complaint, um, but it was checking on an establishment that had lost power for multiple hours. Um, So those were the inspections. Uh, there was a 50-state FDA conference call uh, that we jumped on about um, recall for excessive lead in applesauce. Um, so we, we did that call, and then I had a harassment training um, in, in Rentham, and we, I did the monthly local boards of health webinar.
1: And uh, to the um, contaminated Applesauce pouches. I don't know if we brought this up before, but we have two dollar stores in town that took them right off the shelf. Mm -hmm. So, kudos. (laughs) All right, Alicia, you want to give your update?
5: Yes, hi everyone. Let me pull it up. So for the month of December for COVID cases, um, we had approximately 108. I ran a report yesterday, so the data is subject to change. Um, so 108 in the month of December versus 61 in November. Um, I do have some graphs on the paper too that it's from the um, Deer Island wastewater. And if you can see, that we are getting a rise around the same time that we did last year. Um, I'm still continuing to monitor any COVID cluster cases and other communicable case investigation like foodborne illnesses. For influenza cases so far, and I'm just going back to August of 2023 just to do the influenza season so far for this year, we've had 47 different cases in Franklin 42 of those cases were just in December. Um, Last week, the severity for influenza is estimated to be high for the Franklin area. And influenza-like illnesses, visits are greater than at the baseline. So it's 4.36% last week versus 3.89 the week prior. And still the most common strain of influenza is type A. Um, At Central Park, I was there for bingo on December 6th, and the mobile food pantry did not occur last month because of the holiday, but it will continue to occur monthly on the 3rd Wednesday of every month. Um, I did a stop the bleed training class for community members at the Franklin Fire Department on the 13th with Cassia and Laura Kay from Franklin Fire other meetings um i'm continuing to do the bi-weekly local board of health webinars the student wellness meeting at franklin high school on december 5th i did a psa webinar on the 12th and an RSV vaccine webinar on the 21st and it was basically talking about it was basically talking about vaccines for people 16 and older Pregnant women and the differences between um, like the non-vaccines that they have for infants that qualify for it. Nursing care, still continuing to do blood pressures, glucose monitoring, case management, services and referrals. And for the migrant assistance, still continuing to assist with medical appointments, any kind of medication management they need help with, providing blood pressure, glucose testing and triaging and providing resources and case management services when I can. I also um, had Lauren McVeigh, she does Families in Bloom. She did a safe sleep class on the 20th at the hotel. And I have some pictures of that in the bag. We had a really good showing up of people. I want to say at least 30 to 40 people came to go and learn about safe sleeping strategies to go and help to reduce the risk of SIDS.
1: Yep, it's awesome. Yeah, because we have um, 20 approximately 20 new mothers or, or what, two, one and was, under. Yeah, um, one and under. So that's a lot. And I fail to say that we're in contact with WIC. Um, and we're going to be setting up appointments. Um, they're they're not coming to the hotel anymore. They're we're. We're gonna be giving them a list of the, the moms, the 20 moms, and they'll be make, reaching out, making appointments. That's so, cool. Yeah, so they've already mm-hmm. been there and it's really chaotic. So I think that, that this is, and not to mention they, 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 they're they going to all the hotels, right? So it's just a lot. Yeah. So um,
4: we'll get that going. And then, Cassia, I think you're yes. So in the month of December, there are 108 confirmed COVID-19 cases. There were no reported deaths and the confirmed cases did increase 112% from November to December. I'm um, still so sending out weekly regroup texts um, through email and text messaging, um, surveillance and case management of communicable diseases. Um, we had the stop the lead training on December 13th. Um, I'm working as- alongside Danielle, the director of the senior center, to create a uh, resource website. Um, Working with Natalie, the GIS specialist on the opioid data dashboard. That should be done. We're thinking in the next week, actually. So so that's exciting. Um, Still updating the migrant dashboard. Um, We went over earlier, but 312 individuals, 94 families, and their zero arrivals in the last week. Um, At Central Park Terrence, we did the MIGO on sixth, and then there was no mobile flu pantry this past month, but it will be in the the fourth Wednesday of January, and then the bi-weekly LBOH webinar and weekly epi Zoom meeting. Oh,
1: um, Kim, do you know what a regroup text is? I nope. you know, no. No. Yeah, actually, you just sent one, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, so you can sign up for regroup um, on Franklin
4: IT? I'll have to find out for you. I think you can do it on... The, through the Franklin Health Department. I think we have a link. Oh we do? I'm okay. pretty sure. Oh good. Okay. Well
1: anyways, what they do is like I, I got a text this afternoon, it's winter safety month. Um, and so we well you can you want to explain it.
4: Yeah, so um, I send out whatever the health observance is of a month the month. I'll send out a short little text. You can only do hundred, I think hundred and sixty characters. Neat, right? Yeah, so yeah. I do it it's pretty short. Um, then I do a link to like the CDC or some other website for people to get a little more information and then also send out an email, which I try to do a little bit more information, that one. Um, just, yeah, what about anything like health related, the observances of the month. Yeah, so.
1: another way to reach the community. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. good, yeah. Yeah, so look on our
4: website, if you can sign up through that. I'd
1: yeah, think I, probably. So. I think I so. I, yeah. yeah, I think there is. Yeah, I think there is. All right, that's that. The next item on the
0: agenda, Well, unless there's anything from the board. Board, Hello, board.
3: Nothing Comments questions,
0: nope. nada? nada. Comments questions. All right. Citizens commentary. Mr. Sherlock, yes, sir.
3: Yeah. Two things. Uh, follow up to uh, Kathleen's message on the uh, job fair. If you got any info on that, there's a couple of other channels that I can help spread that through oh, okay. to assist in that way.
1: Okay. And I
3: think it was through Franklin Downtown Partnership.
1: Downtown Partnership. Thank right. You. I I no yeah, about.
3: that's quite all right. So I'll um, send you the flyer? Sure, okay. and then I'll post it and then send it through. So I've got a couple of other, uh, certainly the Tri-County, uh, not Tri-County, uh, United Regional is Thank also in this area from uh, Chamber of Commerce, so they can potentially help as well. Thank you. Um, and on the regroup, yeah, so in the Franklin Reverse 911, uh, if you go to that, that sets up all the alerts and there's a health option there. I do believe there is one on your page as well, but it still brings you to the same page, so oh, you can go okay. either way um, and get the sign up. So thank yeah, you.
1: yeah, that's great. We've been doing that for over over a year now. Over a year now, at yeah. least.
3: Yeah. yeah, I've been sharing them as you get them. So oh, yeah. yeah, thank
1: you. <laughs> Thanks. You thinking?
0: Yeah. There's actually, um, in March, I have to find out if it's online. It was online last year, but Johnson & Wales is doing a of training for Chef's. It's short, but let me find out more information. Yeah. It was online last year. I don't know if it's online or being filmed this year. Um, if I can get the link. I will get it. Um can we can at least share it with mm-hmm. um even when they have at least they'll have the general additional knowledge. Um for places that may be utilizing that. Sure. <coughs> um that's it help. Okay. Thank okay. you. That's it. That's it. Okay. Is there a motion to adjourn?
3: I make a motion to adjourn.
0: Is there a second? There is. All right. <laughs> um, so all in favor? Jeff. Yes. Kim. Yes. Bridget. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> it has been Still a very thinking? long. It has been a very long week, and it's only Wednesday. That's <laughs> what happens when it's a holiday, right? It's true. <laughs> My word. It's Thank true. you, everyone.
3: We are now producing this in collaboration with Franklin TV and Franklin Public Radio.